This is The Drive with A.D. and Rap on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Friday, and we are joined in studio by our very special guest, Sean Donald, with us here from the PGA Hope. Sean, when I, when you, I, when I think about the military, I go back to when I was a kid. My oldest brother, my late brother, Miles, um, remember when he came home from the military after basic training? And uh, there was a 12-year gap between us. You know, So if he was alive today, he'd be 61 if he was here today, but I remember him coming home, and I was maybe like in, jeez, I don't know, third grade or fourth grade, and I see him came in those the, the greens, and I used to love GI Joe. I was like, man, it's a black GI Joe. That <laughs> <laughs> was Roadblock, you know, before Roadblock even came out in GI Joe figures. But my brother had his, you know, his boots, and he had that. Then he put his fatigues on, but he had that green, you know, the, the green military uniform. Just looked sharp, man. It was pressed. I was just look at my big, that's my big brother. He, I was telling everybody the neighborhood, my big brother's home, man. My big brother's home, man. My big brother, Craton. You know, like it was like that, Nick, like you talk. Oh, Here we go. <laughs> Come on. And I seen his buttons. I seen his yeah. buttons on his shirt. Oh, no. They're buttons. Buttons. I seen his buttons on his shirt. <laughs> Sean, speaking of buttons, you button up your time uh, as far as basic, uh, basic, cam- uh, basic training. You finished that. Where were you stationed at right after that? I was stationed in uh, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. on at uh, 8th and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, um, it's a light duty infantry, non-deployable status, uh, where, uh, at eighth and I, we go out, we do funerals, we do dignitary visits, um, tomb of unknown soldiers, wreath lanes, you know, whatever. Um, constantly we're, you know, either, and when we're not doing that, we're in the field training. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's two companies, uh, Alpha Company, Bravo Company. Okay. So one company will be doing all the the business in, while the comp- while the other company is out training mm-hmm. uh, in the field, just to keep their, uh, just to stay sharp. Absolutely. As far as, you know. Um. So a lot of funerals, you know, a lot of dignitary visits, White House, uh, Capitol, where wherever, mm-hmm. Pentagon, it, they have a little detail show up. Okay. You know, and we and we do our thing. You know. Um, <laughs> the war starts. You do that. What year did you head over? I headed over in early nineties. Early nineties. How long yeah. were you over in Afghanistan? I was over there for for about two years. Two years. Yep. Did you come back and forth? You were there straight two years. Came back and forth. Okay, for yep. two years straight. Mm-hmm. Might gonna get into what you saw in Afghanistan because you saw a lot. You saw a lot when you were done. And you came back. What was the plan? I had no plan. Um, it was, you know, it was me and my wife. Um, and at that time, two kids. And so we just, when we came back, it was, uh, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You know? Because uh, you were a soldier. That's all you know at that time. Yeah, yeah. Do we do we move back to Jacksonville, mm-hmm. or do we move back to Nebraska? Because mm-hmm. that's where my wife was from. She mm-hmm. was 
She was born in. Uh, I hope she doesn't kill me if I say this wrong. <laughs> she was born in Beamer. Beamer grew, grew up in West Point, mm-hmm. and then her family lived in Fremont. Okay, gotcha. you bet. So, and and mom still lives lives in Fremont. Okay, um, and she just turned ninety eight on April fifth. Oh wow! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> so she she is, and I I I joke with her a lot. Uh-huh. You know, you don't need that. Get out of the wheelchair. Let's go dancing. Let's go <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's a sweet lady. So they, you know, so that's what we did. Yeah. You know, she traveled with me mm-hmm. uh, for my time in the Corps. So it was only fair to come back to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know. Start a family, you know, have two more kids, yeah, you know, and just kind of settle roots here. Four kids yeah. total. Mm-hmm. What's their ages and names? Uh, Courtney is oh good lord twenty. She'll be twenty nine this year, so she's twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Courtney, um, she's a hairstylist along with mom down at uh, Von Hair Salon Suites. Fantastic. Where they they had their own booths and mm-hmm. they they cut hair. Uh huh. Um, then my old my older son. Uh, 26, somewhere around in there. Yeah, you're like me. I'm like you. He knows how it is. Sounds good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He he did the service for a little while. He uh-huh. he went army, military intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he you know he injured his back, and now mm. he's he's working at Nelnet as an IT manager. Fantastic. So Great he's, company. He's Great making company. he's making more money than I am, but hey. <laughs> what it is you know proud papa that's yeah, right it is what it is uh and then my third child uh morgan uh-huh. um she just turned 23 on april 8th happy birthday happy birthday so, absolutely yep and she just she's a she's a first year teacher out of, Pre- out of prescott yep she did four years at midland university mm-hmm. um on the cheer team there and they they uh, they've been in nationals a couple of times. She's got rings to, I love you know, it. Midland University. And at that time, uh, Eric was the coach for one uh, on the football team there. Is that, uh, Eric, Eric Crouch. Eric Crouch, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Midland, yep. yep. Jeff yep. Jamrock, another yep. approval there. Yep. yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was, you know, it, it was fun, I you know, because, you know, it's just a short drive to Fremont. Absolutely. You know, to see her every weekend, you know. I went to go watch her cheer, and I necessarily watch the football game, mm-hmm. but you know it's there. You know, absolutely. So, it it was a blast. You know, going to her cheer competitions, mm-hmm. uh, and then the last one, uh, Connor, he's um, uh, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. I don't know. Somewhere, <laughs> his birthday's coming up. He's the last one. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's a senior at Lincoln East. Uh huh. And his plans right now is when he gets done, he's going to go to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably go start out at SCC or something mm-hmm. like that. But he wants to be a uh, um, uh, X-ray tech. There you go. Nice. There you go. Re- reading uh, X-rays and whatnot. So fantastic. Nope. Nice. Yep. You come back to Nebraska, Sean. When did you start thinking, from a mental standpoint, things were not adding up for you mentally? The thoughts, the the patterns, etc. You said, man, something has got to change, or just when did the darkness hit you? Right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I knew I had a family that I needed to take care of, but there was times that I just my mind would go back to my time in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and I would just sit there and just become depressed and mm-hmm. just kind of uh, not talk about it. 
you know, I needed to, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just bottled it up mm-hmm. and bottled it up. Every 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 single thought, I just I just threw it in the back of my mind. Didn't want to talk about it. What was the result of that? It, the the first result was you know suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not proud to say it, but mm-hmm. that's where my that's where my mind was at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I felt that there was no way out. Um, it was just one of those. I've lost brothers and sisters mm-hmm. over in Afghanistan, and there's nothing that just it just weighs on you. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there there was probably somebody I could talk to, but I didn't. Instead, I just like I said, I just threw it all in the back of my mind, just bottled it up until it overflowed, and I said that's it. I didn't have any more time. Your wife is the one that saved you that time, right? Yes. Yes. What did you do that after that that helped you get back on track for a little while? What did you do? What did you change? She she got me, you know, got my head out of the out of the, the dark clouds and got me some help uh, through the VA. Mm-hmm. Uh, did some counseling there. Uh, things were going good. Um, and it's just when when you when you go through counseling you're doing all the right things and then you're you're done uh and then it's like okay now i got to go back out in the real world mm-hmm. and try to incorporate what the counselor said mm-hmm. and what to do and what to think of and it just it worked for a while mm-hmm. you know but then you eventually triggers s- something happens you know something triggers and then you just kind of fall right back in you got th- you got through. How long was that time between the first attempt and the second attempt? About four years. Four years. What was it specifically that triggered you? Was it a series of events that triggered you the second time? It was a series of events uh, back in 2019. Um, I I was I was done with restaurant management, uh, and I was just I didn't have anything going on, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of in a place where, what do I do now? I'm done with restaurant management. It's so stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, how do I move on? What do I do? What, mm-hmm. you know, look out, looking out for jobs, constantly looking out for jobs and putting in applications and, you know, the wife giving me the side eye because I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's. That weighs on you. Yeah, it weighs. And then um, I get a call from Duncan. And you go in and do an interview and uh, as a parts runner. You know, I started the the bottom rung mm-hmm. as a parts runner, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Uh, and then June of 19, I was, uh, I was out cleaning the yard and, you know, cleaning the gutters off the yard and whatnot. Um, and I had a mild stroke. Mm-hmm. And luckily for me... Um, my youngest, my two youngest, Morgan and Connor, were home. So uh, this is actually Morgan's uh, second life save for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she won't let me forget it. <laughs> uh, so they were there. They called mom. Mom's like, okay, check his sugar because you know, I'm diabetic because mm-hmm. that's where the thought went. Okay, he's diabetic. Something happened. Yeah. And, but I was. they carried me into the house. You know, like you said, I'm a big, a big old boy. Dude, man. 6'2", 280. You know, yeah. I'm a big dude. Uh, but the kids carried me in the house. Um, mom got home and checked my sugars. 
it was sugars were fine. What else is going on? Mm-hmm. And then come to find out when they get me to the emergency room, I had a mild stroke. Mild stroke. Yep. That sets you back again. Yep. Then COVID hits. Mm-hmm. You're in a bad place again mentally. Yep. What helped you that time? It, it was, I was doing physical therapy, uh, getting into, trying to get back into, into life again. Uh, and then the, the therapist mentioned PGA Hope. Mm. And I'm like, what is PGA Hope? <laughs> so I, I Googled it, um, looked into it, signed up for a class. Um, and so I'm I'm out at Holmes Lake Golf Course with other veterans that are getting ready to start this program. Mm-hmm. Six weeks of free golf, taught by PGA professionals. Mm-hmm. And I get a chance to bond with other veterans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is this might be pretty cool. But I was still in my shell. Mm. And then a gentleman by the name of Seth Scholard, he uh, does the PGA Hope uh, program through the PGA Reach. Um, he came up to me, hey, how you doing? You know, look, are you here for class? Yeah, I'm here for class. You know, and just kind of slowly throughout the, the weeks, just kind of brought myself back out of that dark shell that dark shell two times that you wanted to end it mm-hmm. but yet you're still here with us april 14th 2023 as you look back sean and thinking um where you were how are you how does golf helped you and how did it help you get out of your shell how are you helping other veterans right now who are suffering from psd or someone who just is going through a hard time and they're thinking you know what i'm going to end it this way what is the word, and how did, how did PGA Hope help you? How are you using it to help others right now? And what would you say to those who are having a tough time mentally right now? PGA is uh, all about saving lives and changing lives. Hmm. Um, and that's what it did for me. Because um, I was lucky enough to be nominated in 21 to go to D.C. to become an ambassador. Oh, wow. So I played, I, I, I went to D.C., for a week play congressional on monday oh yeah how many people get to say they play congressional <laughs> got that right you know after <laughs> it was newly remodeled we were the first class to wow. play that course and it was just beautiful mm. beautiful um so i come back from there and i'm the ambassador now for for nebraska so uh there's just another another step mm-hmm. just you know how i can help other veterans and have you been with okay veterans that are playing with you right now and obviously we're not asking names or anything like that have you played with some guys and girls before on the course and got them involved to what so they were on the edge like you were oh yeah uh-huh uh i, I played out i was a guest speaker out at a tournament in scott's bluffs last year mm-hmm. uh and we played golf and you know talked to some people um Gave them my history, told them about my history, my journey through P, uh, PGA Hope and my life, and how PGA Hope saved me. Uh, then the next the next day, the about four or five guys went to their VSO and said, "I thought I was the only one having issues." Mm. It's it's not, you know, PTSD, suicide. It's a it's it's an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we all need to strive to to help other people mm-hmm. you know and it's not just military veterans it's you can, anybody can have PTSD. absolutely 
first responders, you know, anybody. Traumatic experience. Yeah, yeah. Folks, we are with Sean Donald, uh, PGA Hope. I mean, just a po- just looking at the dude. The dude has been through a lot, but yet he's still here saving lives through the game of golf. We'll have more when we come back. On the drive with AD and Raph, we got Sean Donald House. We got Nick holding it down. We'll be right back. 90.7 to 